0: Hey, all over to deep freeze. I am Frank, and today I'm joined by Dan Price once again. How are you doing, Dan?
1: I am great, Frank. Thanks so much for having me here this evening.
0: Absolutely. You are the creator of Bigfoot Nose Karate, writer and artist, correct?
1: I am the artist and I'm the co-writer.
0: Co-writer, so, that's right. Uh,
1: yeah, no, so I'm the creator of the comic, uh, I do the artwork, and then I share the writing duties with Casey Allen, who's also my editor on the project as well, and uh, it's an awesome, awesome working dynamic for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, We've talked before about, you know, what is Bigfoot Nose Karate and stuff like that. And it's a fantastic book. The artwork is stunning. It's always that it it feels like that watercolor and it matches. I love how it's not just in the panels. It goes from margin to margin all the way to the edge. But working with Casey, how did you guys
1: meet? We met in something called the Comic Jam. Uh, The Comic Jam is an online uh, uh, online workshop for indie comic creators. So what they do is they get a theme each week. And then that theme is uh, they vote on a theme, and then the writers have one week to write a one page script, uh, no more than six panels. And mm-hmm. that script, all those scripts are then uh, you know just randomly given to artists who have one month to cur- to draw a one page comic, no more you know their that script. And so it's a random draw on who you're gonna get. Casey happens to be the uh, you know one of the guys who heads up the comic jam and uh i don't know who found who i think i found them and i was like hey you know and i hadn't been drawing comics in several years and i thought this was just a really cool thing and uh so i asked if i could come play with them for a little while and they you know welcomed me with open arms which was totally cool and I got the first thing I did was something called Space Sharks, and uh, it, the, the story was called Circling, but the theme was Space Sharks. And so mm-hmm. I got to do this really killer thing about sharks in space, and there, you know, and there's this mutiny on the ship, and it's this whole thing. And I gave the sharks lasers, and because <laughs> uh, if you're going to have sharks, got to have right. freaking laser beams, just like of an course. Austin Powers movie, right? Right. And and so I uh, said to, uh, and so Casey and I started talking after that. He liked the piece, and we just got to talking and it turned into you know now here we are like three four years later and we probably talk four days a week you know for 15 minutes probably at least in a day you know because we talk about the comic or you know what's going on with my life or his life his kids or whatever we're doing we're dealing with you know home repair projects he's always got one of those going and uh so um we're and so we just became buddies i mean we got to work on something at the jam together which was like a steve ditko tribute piece when steve ditko passed away and uh it was it was a heartwarming piece that he wrote and i got really into it because i got to draw in the style of you know steve ditko and jack kirby to do it and which i never could really do that but it was nice it was a nice to attempt it anyway and uh we just hit it off and when i started doodling bigfoot nose karate he was one of the people who was pushing me to make a story out of it not just something that i'm been posting on instagram randomly so yeah. um and he's just the, he's kind of like the backbone of this thing he keeps me sane in the process and uh you know never stresses out which is perfect for me cuz i'm all stressed all the time so yeah
0: you need that to be able to collaborate oh, somebody yeah. to balance each other Amazing. out
1: he's like the volume of the relationship, you know, <laughs> I mean, just brings it on down. So yeah. anyway,
0: so do you guys live near each other? or Is it all remote
1: communications, all remote communications, never met him face to face ever. Uh, he lives out in Alabama. I live in Austin, Texas. And uh, so it is um, we, we zoom sometimes on Saturday yeah. mornings, we'll wake up at like 7am and we'll zoom for a couple hours and, you know, go over things and that sort of deal. But, one day, one day we'll get to hang out. It'll be fun.
0: Yeah, it's amazing, uh, you know, try to explain that to a different generation where it's like, I've got buddies that I've known for 12, 15 years now. And it's like, yeah, I used to be a vet. Now it's Zoom. I like, get, you know, Discord and stuff like that. We, we mm-hmm. can this way now. Um, when you guys are working together and you guys are trying to form the story, what does that look like? Is it something where, like, you come up with an idea, bring it to him, and he changes it? Or you just sit there and talk it out?
1: So um, how it originally began was... Uh, you know, I, you know, how it originally began was this, I I just, I had all these notes for basically what has turned into a five issue arc Mm -hmm. of what the comic, you know, of a outline of what it was going to be kind of, okay. Like, I mean, I had scenes written here or ideas for characters there. And what Casey did was put, uh, he took that, and like put a framework to it you know uh really you know for issue one really set the beats like the first like eight pages of issue one was me just like a proof of concept showing that i could actually kind of put this together and make it work and then you know casey really ran with it from you know you know putting in different scenes into the first issue like uh, working on all the unreal stuff and the and the big fight scene with kung fu thulu and, and kung fu thulu that was casey's name for a character you know oh, i mean he, yeah he's like he needs a big bad kung fu thulu and i said st- and the next day i had sketches drawn and we were off to the races with that and so he uh you know originally he just wanted to be an editor but he was contributing so much that it was like you just co-write this and yeah. i know that's an odd, an odd thing to do because you know not a lot of people do co-writing in comics but um, we've seemed to make it work, uh, in, in a, in a, pretty good way. Um, you know, in issue two, he's got, had a lot more freedom, uh, to write than he did in issue one, because so much of it was already kind of set up mm-hmm. in the, but like he did a great job with what he did with issue one. I'm not downplaying it. It was incredible. Um, but he definitely got, he has more room to breathe on this one. And then on the side book that we're doing, uh, with Adam Caswell, one of our, our cover artists. Uh, Casey's really getting the horn or getting to the reins on that and getting to, you know, lead that thing. Um, so, I mean, that's more of a written by Casey Allen and Dan price rather than a Dan price and Casey Allen. You know what I yeah. mean? Cause yeah. he's, uh, he's bringing it. In fact, so, um, so I mean, it's really exciting working with him and I know that he's had a blast doing it. Um, you know, getting to get play with the characters and just kind of the character sets of what we deal with. I mean, it started as a very small, uh, piece when it first started And then is kind of the the story blew up by the end of the uh, first issue. It got real big, real fast. And uh, yeah. And so he is, uh, so he's getting to play with that world now that we've created and, you know, the backstory of those characters. And so, you know, people have said to me, well, is it like a zero issue that y'all are doing the side book or is it a prequel? Yeah, it's a prequel, but it's not the prequel. It's going to be a prequel, you know, because there's, Characters, you know, Bigfoot has lived a long time and we're going to get to play with that world that he's lived in for so long. And, and so I'm excited to, you know, so like the storyline that we're doing, the five issue arc right now, that is like the main, the main through point. And then the side stories are going to be things that are one off adventures, you know, that give in, you know, information on what's going on in the first book, but or in the, in the main line. But if you don't read it, it's not a big deal. You can just read mm-hmm. the main story. But I think people are going to want to read it because, uh, we're going to do some really nifty shit with it. Part of my language, Frank.
0: Oh, you're so. good. You're good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Adam, we were just talking about him before, before we started yeah. recording. Can you kind of touch on how you guys found Adam? Cause it's super cool. Yeah.
1: Oh, Adam Caswell is, uh, he's a badass. He, uh, yeah. he, um, we met over Instagram. He, uh, you know, in the first in the first campaign, we received a lot of fan art. People got really into it, and Adam was one of the people who contributed fan art. And it was it started off like he said, "I'm going to draw Kung Fu Thulu. and he starts dry, drawing this, uh, you know, these uh, the, the the figure, and then he throws these big eels into it. And like he's sending me pictures as he's going, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, this masterpiece was on a page. He's sending me photos of it. So that's incredible, man. He goes, well, I'm going to mail it to you. I, you know, this is, I love Bigfoot nose karate. I love Kung Fu Thulu. I love what you guys are doing. I'm really excited about the comic and I want to be a part of it, you know, or just, you know, put smart into the thing. Right. Right. And so, uh, he mailed me the artwork. I couldn't believe it. I was blown away. And so I, uh, I say, I said, man, I can't just accept this. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I was happy to have it. It's right. It's right there. Yeah. Um, I was happy to have it, but like, I mean, that's a big gift, you know, Mm -hmm. that, that that must be hours. I mean, I mean, 20 hours of work, at least minimum in that drawing. Mm -hmm. And he, uh, I said to him, how about this? How about I don't just take this as a gift? How about I pay you for the artwork? we run it as a del- as the variant cover of our deluxe edition of Bigfoot issue 1 and um so we uh so that's what we did and the cover was amazing in fact it actually won comic well springs a uh, master of the comic book cover contest wow uh, yeah so it was a vote you know i, I don't I, it was a vote by you know on uh, social media on their website and all that and yeah we we, we i mean there were some amazing covers and adam just came out triumphant so it's pretty cool and so now he's going to be doing a wraparound cover on chapter two uh which is i you've seen it uh it's it's mind-blowing and the detail in it is incredible and um it's pretty rad so looking forward to working with him on the side book with uh casey because he's gonna adam's gonna be doing the side book all the interior artwork on that it's just turned into a really cool friendship you know he's yeah. up in northern maine Casey's in uh, alabama i'm in uh austin and uh and so actually i'm gonna hang out with adam at in uh the end of october at baltimore comic-con so hey anybody listening if you're in baltimore come out to uh baltimore comic-con 28 october 28th through the 30th i'll be hanging out with adam caswell at the
0: show there we go bonus credit if you come in a bigfoot costume just saying there you go yeah if you come up in up. a
1: bigfoot costume if you come up in a bigfoot nose karate costume i'll tell you what i'll give you one of everything on my table there okay? we go that's
0: a deal right. oh my God. that's
1: the deal that that's easy <laughs>
0: That's really cool. That you I, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Adam's uh, next. Is, is this going to be available like on the Kickstarter when people see? Can oh, yeah. People take, this peek is at gonna this? Be, yeah, that's going to be a variant yeah. on
1: the deluxe edition again. So take a
0: look at it, folks. You're going to want to see that for sure. Really cool covers all around. Um, all right. Let's 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 start talking more about Bigfoot Nose Karate. Sure. Uh, some of the stuff we talked about last last time I wanted to, to bring up again. The fact that it does start so small. It's just character that's alone in a forest who's showing sympathy for a little rabbit. I mean, I'm rooting for this little rabbit all of a sudden. And suddenly we're expanding quickly and literally at some points with Bigfoot Nose Karate. So uh you're the comic book we talked about how that's expanding. The world, do you plan on expanding this world as well?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, the uh you know, we're gonna meet a lot of crazy characters in the book, you know, sinister, violent, you know, uh fear-inducing characters. Yeah, uh, you know, we got uh you got a Glimpse into you know into a little bit of them in the uh last issue there was a mysterious man in black uh named Grisha and Grisha, uh okay. Grisha was uh yeah he, he his name was only mentioned once and it's kind of a it's uh the name is uh Hungarian I believe no um yeah I believe it's uh I'm losing it right now I believe it's Hungarian or uh or yeah Hungarian okay and uh it's uh the character is um he was just had a small scene you know last few pages he was in the last few pages of the book manhandled bigfoot without even touching him right you know and uh you know and then you know stabbed him right in the back with uh with a very odd uh dagger and um and then you know i won't go any further for anybody who hasn't read the book yet but uh we're going to get a good glimpse into grisha you know starting to peel back that onion a little bit you know peel back those yeah. layers on the on the on the story which we have we we made you ask a lot of questions at the beginning of at the end of issue one mm-hmm. and so we're going to start answering a little bit of that as we go but there's you know between grisha and then you know other cryptids and kaiju and things that we're going to be meeting throughout the story um I will say there is a chupacabra with a shotgun that's going to be hanging right. out this year. Yep. and uh, <laughs> I love him. I love him so oh. much. Uh, he's a cool character. Um, and there's another uh, there's another character that the uh, chupacabra does battle with in the book, and it's thermonucleodon. Yeah. The thermonucleodon is a uh, kaiju with missiles, like nuclear missiles, just growing right out of his body and uh they have an odd uh they have an odd uh relationship uh between the two of them so that'll be interesting how that plays out uh so many other uh characters that we're going to be meeting uh if you saw zips cover there's a a young lady on the cover uh i'm not going to go into details about her right now but i'm excited to see uh how she works with bigfoot or does not work with bigfoot or how that situation goes down so I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. about where we're going.
0: Every new character we meet through covers or even through the first book, uh, you're definitely hoping to find more even about, you know, Kung Fu Thulu. I want to know more about him in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, not going to give any spoilers, but I would like to learn more about him somehow. Um, sure. And then, and then when you're looking at all these covers, too, you're like, I mean, you're talking buzz terms right there. When you're saying, you know, cryptids and kaiju. I mean, you're kaiju. talking about. Yeah, you're like, OK, yeah, these are all HBO worthy words. I want to know what's going on here. And so you're building a world where they interact with each other. Of course, we want to see it expand and um, I'm looking forward to it. You, do you want to talk a little bit about um, Aster- Asterion? What was it? It's the Minotaur. Asterion? Asterion?
1: Asterion is the Minotaur that's on the Adam Caswell cover. I'm going to, I'm going to hold back on that. Actually, okay, cool, I'm going to hold cool, back
0: cool. on that. So check out the cover guys. You're going to be wanting to ask your own questions on that for sure. Um, going from this story, we, we have kind of a, I, we're not going to go about spoilers at all, of course, but, we see that with Grisha, there's also a bigger, powerful thing behind him. He's got uh, he's got a crew. He's not walking in alone. And so, no. <laughs> are we going to be getting factions pretty soon? Are, are we looking at getting some factions where it's not just Bigfoot knows karate by himself, or is it the Bigfoot clan? What are we talking here?
1: Um. Man, you asked the t- the tough question. I and mean, you're don't not giving you?
0: nothing up. So no, I am a
1: tight <laughs> ass on this shit. So, you know, no. Um okay, so I think yes, you're gonna see you're gonna see some groups working together. Cool, cool. Uh you know, uh, look, our man has been alone for a long time. Yeah. Okay. And I think I probably said this in the last time we were on. But if you were the only one of your species you were the only one of your kind and you and nobody knew you existed and nobody knew that you uh that you even mattered what would that do to your psyche and what would that do to your soul now take that character and where he landed at the end of issue one what's better to be surrounded to be uh surrounded by no one or to be surrounded by enemies
0: yeah that makes sense you know yeah.
1: and so he's in a he's in a world of hell right now mm-hmm. and um it's gonna be it's not gonna be an easy road for the character and you know we learned a, we you know we learned a lot about him in a way in the last issue you know we know that he's yeah. there's something bigger going on we know his name you know i mean we did get his name in the uh at the uh in the issue and um and uh so that was interesting too and so all these people who are on a first name basis with that he doesn't really understand what's happening it's pretty interesting concept it's a pretty interesting situation that we've dropped him into he's very much a fish out of water
0: yeah and hopefully you know he'll build allies along the way and stuff like that and then we'll start to see mm-hmm. the powers at play there's definitely more people at play again go check out issue one i'm sure that there's going to be one of the options you'll get issue one with it i'm assuming yeah right?
1: oh absolutely still so, yeah there will be a, a physical and a digital catch-up
0: All right. So we have the campaign that's out. It came out two days before we're releasing this episode. Um, What are something unique that you're bringing to the campaign tiers? Because there's always something a little, you know, neat out there for people to grab.
1: You know, this one's a lean and mean campaign. You you know, we're uh, it's going to be very book heavy. um, But the uh, the thing that we did the last time and that people really jumped on and we're going to do again, this issue is going to be uh, the um, the director's commentary. Uh, we did that last go yeah. around and so it was, and that was a big hit. Uh, so we're bringing that back. I mean, look, everybody said, I've never seen that before. That's super cool. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to do that again. Uh, so we'll have the regular edition of the book and we're going to have the deluxe edition of the book as well. And that'll be an extent, expand- expanded issue that has extra extra drawings, you know, by myself, by Adam, by, uh, Dennis Valencia is going to have something in there. Uh, the, um, what is it? Luis Tomas is gonna have some work in there as well. So we're gonna fe- we're gonna feature some extra artwork in there that will be pretty cool. And um, you know what? I, I got a couple of things that I'm not gonna mention yet okay. because it is I uh, you know, like you know, the mystery, you know. Uh of course, but we're gonna have some cool little cool little uh, things within the book that are gonna be pretty neat. And I am also uh highly uh well, no, by the point time this comes out, so I'll just commit to it now. Uh, there will be either a foil or a, a hologram, uh, holographic nice. cover, something like that. So I'm still working that part. So listen, guys, y'all are listening to this later than we're recording it. So there's a couple of things I'm still working out cause we're about, Ooh, three weeks away. So i got a little time still, mm-hmm. but there's going to be one cool, really cool chase cover in there. That's going to be badass. So oh, that's cool. A little limited edition action.
0: Yeah. I want to throw in a little extra too, guys. Uh, all of the comic book creators we interview are all talented and amazing and dedicated. I gotta tell you, go follow Dan prices, Bigfoot nose, karate, Twitter account. Uh, you know, just because you post so much like the fan art and the, the work in progress. And mm-hmm. it's just so cool. I mean, this arts, wh- where did you develop this art style? Is this something just, you just kept working over time.
1: So the art style really came with the comic. Um, well, okay. I, I did some book, illustration for children's books. Uh, Okay. for uh, several years and the kind of the brushiness came from a children's book that i did for a writer out of colorado and then the kind of the um and then uh, the other action of the you know like that was for backgrounds and that sort of thing but the the look of the uh the look of the characters and the brushiness and the kind of the grunginess came from a book that i worked on for drew edwards halloween man uh Hmm. that's where i kind of first played with that in a comic book and i wanted this to look. I wanted it to look kinetic, but I wanted it to look organic and brushy and grungy and just have the vibe of like martial arts in motion. You know what I mean? Yes. I wanted it to Ooh, feel nice. like a, mar- I wanted it to feel like, a like an old school martial arts book or a, kind yeah. of a movie, you know, and I wanted to have some of that vibe. Cause I mean, you know, I liken this book to Godzilla versus Kong meets Kill Bill meets Lost. Okay. And, um and so I, that's an odd combination. And you know what? So were my parents, but now I'm kidding. But uh, that's an odd combination. <laughs> yeah. And, and, um, and, uh but this book is not, is not what Marvel and DC are putting out. It's not what no. you're going to find on the in the big two. they wouldn't rats.
0: take chances like this. This is something unique. Yeah and that's what indie comics are for
1: you know and that and and now i'm going to go on a soapbox that's what indie comics are for you know we are the ones who are coming up with the new ideas i mean you know there's a bunch of indie comics out there we all know it and there's some that kind of follow into the groove of what the big two do mazel tov enjoy yourselves and then there are those who are like really taking some chances and doing some great stuff and not that the other stuff's not great but this is indie we have the ability to to take the biggest leaps possible and if we fall do you know what stand up we brush ourselves off come up with another ip and keep on going we were in it for the love of the game yeah you know and uh and look and i'm sure there's everybody wants you know would love to get the paycheck from the big two i'm really i I love doing indie comics you know that's where i want to be um when i first got into comics you know as a kid um, I, I read everything I could get my hands on in 1992 when image popped though, those were creators creating their own thing, yeah. doing their own deal. And that that was a game changer for me. Yeah. I, from that day on, I know I mean, like if Marvel and DC said, Hey, Dan, we'd love you to do this me. I have one project that Marvel could possibly offer me. And, uh, and they never will, uh, because it's not you, even a book that they actually do. Okay. It's a, it's a, DC, it's a Disney movie called uh Condor man from the early eighties. And they made it, yeah. And there was a movie about a comic book creator who had a comic book, and that he would do all the things that the character could do, or he wouldn't Mm -hmm. put it in the book. So he flew around with giant wings, and it was ridiculous. He had a car, it would be a good comic book, though, right? And so, if they would let me write a three issue miniseries, Marvel would let me do that, or the mouse, or whoever, I'd jump on that chance. Other than that, I don't care. uh the you know because i love indie comics because i love making things like bigfoot nose or nose karate i just got done doing a book with drew edwards halloween man we did a halloween man meets latex avenger crossover special um you know and so you know i mean if i get to make characters about big feet doing martial arts or a Asshole superhero who wears a rubber on his head and hangs out with a kid named Spermicidal Foam Lad. You know. know, I mean, that's where I like to be. That's that's my fun place. And uh, my wife said to me when I get back, when I got back into making comics, can't do it unless it's fun. So
0: good rule to the have right there. Yeah, yeah. And also, just like the dedication that, that the indie creators have, so do the indie fans. And oh, yeah. um, you see, like, it's it's so much more focused to the fandom, and I just love that about it. You know, it's it's fun to be a part of.
1: Dude, let me tell you something people on instagram and twitter have just been phenomenal about this project and yeah. like i mean they don't know me from adam you know they don't you know we're not you know not, not Adam Cat as well not adam Caswell, but you know they don't yeah. know me from anyone you know right. the fact that they've taken their time to pick up the comic or you know follow share tweet comment like whatever um and you know draw fan art you know send me dms just saying man i love your book you know uh you know we have it uh we had the comic on global comics uh, and you know just all the you know we had 4000 views on global comics already that's you know so cool. i mean that's awesome and you know i mean i'm not this is not toot your own horn thing but you know but right now i mean we've been on global comics since the end of this you know the end of july or something like that or end of june and it's the eighth most popular comic on global comics right now i'm just not surprised at all really like when you see the
0: art you of course you're gonna read this yeah i mean so so everybody who is yeah yeah, so
1: who everybody who has uh backed and supported and just been kind about the project i'm humbled i mean i'm literally humbled and i'm floored that anybody would take the time to uh to read the book, let alone, you know, be supportive and back it. And you know what I'm saying? It's, Absolutely. you know, it's it's yeah. nice. It's, it's really nice. Um, yeah, I consider myself a really lucky guy on this one.
0: Well, as the fans, as one of them, I can't tell you guys enough times, please go check this out. Uh, we're going to have all the links in the description as we usually do, but I, I want to reiterate, please go follow them on the social medias as well, because then you really get to see this, the fandom at work and just everything happening. Um, and then, yeah, pick yourself up a copy. Why not, guys? It's totally worth the read. Uh, the artwork is eye-catching. The story just has you asking so much, so much more. I tell you, I've got, I've got more questions that we have to ask later on. You know, <laughs> but um, uh, please go check this out. Thank you very much for joining me today, Dan.
1: Hey, Frank. Thanks so much for having me, dude. I really do appreciate it.
0: Anytime. All right, guys. We will see you guys next week. Bye.